be. And we want to just say that's the final show in our Webster Broadway series for this year. And again, we always are thankful for um, our sponsors and in particular Webster for their um, support all these 11 seasons now of our Broadway series. So thank you for that, Webster. And we also have two other shows kind of rounding out. We have a lot going on always, but our own presentations, what's left in our season, a couple of things. One is a wonderful, now I heard you talking about there is another doo-wop show up the highway there coming up, but there's also one right at our own Palace Theater on April 22nd, and that features um, uh, 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 Mr. Siegel, doo-wop, doo-wop king of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And um, I know that people who just love doo-wop, whether you see one show and then you come in a few weeks later and see another, because the genre is so well-loved by so many. So mark your calendars for that, and I know our own John Bunnell from WATR is very excited about um, the show, JB, and JB, good thoughts to you, and and we can't wait to see you on April 22nd. And finally, on May 22nd, we have a very interesting show for those Disney, Disneyana folks who just love Disney. And also for um, people who love theater. It's sort of a concert of the Disney magical movie moment. So all those iconic Disney movies that you love, the Frozens and the Little Mermaid and Mary Poppins will be represented with a multimedia big screen. So you'll see some clips from the movie and four Broadway singers singing the music. So this is the show um, parents and grandparents that if your children have not had the opportunity to see a theatrical production, this would be a wonderful introduction as well as for those grown-ups, you know, because, of course, Disney is for kids of all ages. Um, for those grown-ups, um, you don't need to bring kids to enjoy the show. This is this is a, a sophist- this more sophisticated uh, child, I would say. It's not your, um, it's not Fraggle Rock and it's not Sesame Street or anything of that nature. So, um, but, do, but do call us at our box office because we do have a special price now for children in, who come with adults in certain seating sections. So you want to check that out, 203-346-2000. And now I can introduce, I don't know if you heard a little, we, they were very good though about being quiet, but we've had a lot of plating going on and all kinds of wonderful things and people are now, um, I see smiles and um, thumbs up and napkins coming out because to my um, right here in studio, I have a lovely young woman who I had the opportunity to meet about a month and a half ago, I think, at her at her restaurant, and which is our newest entrees and encores partner, many of you who are um, frequent listeners know that we at the Palace Theater have partnered with uh, several of our area restaurants to cross promote each other. If you're going to come to the Palace anyway, why not have dinner in a show? Dinner at one of our restaurant partners and. Addie Salazar from the newest kid on the block, literally, I think. <laughs> Her lovely um, restaurant is called, and I want to do this and give it proper, it's it's proper due, Moho Nuevo Latino Cuisine. How did nice. I do, Addie? Yes, Addie, welcome so much. Thank you well, for thank being you. here. Thank and you're you such a busy lady. Us. I had a hard time trying to track <laughs> you down and make sure you could come and be a part of our, our program. So I really do appreciate you being here. Addie, you're not new to Waterbury, <laughs> correct? 
You're not. You no. had you and your your husband. My husband. You have another restaurant in town that you kind of got your uh, feet wet, and then you spread your wings to open Moho. How long has the restaurant been open? Moho. Yes. We, it's going to be a year now. A year. And if you're listening, Moho is located at, on East Main Street. It's in the block where, for those of you who are uh, longtime Waterburians, you'll remember the old Helen's Bakery. Um, and that's going back quite a few years now. But what's the, the address, the actual address? It's 1812 East Main Street. 1812. And is it near, it's WARC building across the street? Is that near you? I think so. Uh, Waterbury Arc. And what's Yes. Yes, yes, it's like um, half block from us. And when you get down East Main Street, you'll see this beautifully restored building. Tell us a little bit about the restaurant and your story and how you got there, Addie. Well, we took over the building um, back in 2014. And when I graduated from culinary school in 2007, I actually told my husband that I wanted to upscale. I mean, as you know, we own La Casuela Restaurant yes. on 354 West Main. So going to culinary school, I was like, you know what? I want to upscale. I want to bring something different to the community. And I thank God, you know, that my husband really trusted me. And when we took over the building, I was like, you know what? This is the opportunity to bring something different. Latin fusion, which is the Nuevo Latino cuisine. And now stop right there. So people understand what that means. What kind of food are you bringing to us? And I have to tell the listeners, I've been there. It is fabulous. And it's beautiful inside. Just a beautiful ambiance. Go ahead. What kind of food, Addie? Nuevo Latino cuisine. It's gourmet food. Oh, okay. And you're, you're trained. She has a culinary background and she has as one of her mentors I know she gives him a lot of credit oh yes oh yes is, is Jerry Reveron Jerry Reveron who's a friend of ours and um, at the palace and uh, many of you know that um, he's had restaurants and he's definitely at the top of the culinary what's happening scene and uh, you know his his uh artistic flair and, and his skill is top notch. So your food then is, this is where you would go for fine dining. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, we're, we're munching away <laughs> in studio here and enjoying very much. What, what, am, what is this that I'm eating? And you brought with you your chef, Chef Leo, who has created some of the dishes that yes, you have in front of us right now. So Chef Leo and Annie Addie jump in anytime too. Tell me what's on my plate because I just had a mouthful of something wonderful, but I really don't know what it was. So tell me, tell us, tell our listeners. Yo necesito que me ayude con el tema de la traducción. Uh, because my English is good, I need to uh, speak in Spanish. Okay. okay. I, will, I will translate for her. Okay. Here we have a paella valenciana. We have a paella valenciana. Okay. Los cuales los ingredientes están compuestos. And the ingredients are... Carne magra de cerdo. We have um, pork. Eh, pollo. We have chicken. Okay. Sí. Tenemos también dentro de la paella tenemos eh, guisantes que son los, los peas. 
We have um, peas. We have the string beans. Lotostones in the mano. We have she. Um, <laughs> Sherry is holding lotostones relleno. Okay. Which, so what's in this? Tostadas rellenos. Tostones relleno is one of our popular um, appetizers. Mm. They are stuffed with. I believe you have in the cod, mm. codfish, which is the bacalao. And really, it's delicious. Yeah, we stuff it with cod. We also have one with chicken and another one with shrimp. That's delicious. That is absolutely And delicious. that one that you pointed right now is the churrasco this with one. the chimichurri gaucho. Oh, chimichurri. What's in a chimichurri sauce? What okay. are the ingredients? Um, um, Le puedo explicar en este caso. Los ingredientes son eh, a base de ajo. Es uno de we have garlic. Our principales. main ingredient is garlic. Mm. Oregano. Cilantro. Cilantro. Perejil. Parsley. Mm. We have olive oil, extra virgin, of course. And, and vinegar. That's wonderful. That is so good. So, And now, it also has some red, red bell peppers. Red bell pepper. I mean, this is... So... We got to talk about Are you, when, when you're talking about Latino fusion, you're mixing different um, South American cultures and putting dishes together? Is that it? We have four cuisine. Okay. From Spain, Cuba, Spain. Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico. Okay. And you're from the Dominican Republic originally. I am Republic from the originally, And so is Chef Leo. I know you grew up, though, in the, in the United States in, yes. uh, in New York City yeah. and then relocated to Waterbury. But so those different um, influences from those countries are how you've come up with your menu. That's very creative. I mean, what, what do you do at night in bed? Think of different ways you can mix the foods together. Or some of these, I'm sure, are traditional dishes in those countries. Is that right? Yes. For example, um, <clears throat> the yuca fries, it's traditional from Cuba. Okay. And these... The plantain chips is traditional in Dominican Republic, Cuba, and Puerto Rico. Okay. These the, are the yuca fries. That's the Correct? Yuca fries. And so it looks... I'm looking at it, and for those you have to visualize here, it almost looks like a chunky french fry. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Now, let me see what it tastes like. And I know there's all kinds of sauces floating around here. Do I dip this in something? Okay. Mm. Oh, I don't even need to dip it in something. It's yummy on its own. But I will it's dip. And I'm not double dipping, folks. <laughs> I put the unbit end into the, into the mojo <laughs> sauce. And so mojo is your signature, that's your name, so this is your signature. Uh, yes, that's dip. my signature sauce. Oh, oh! You need the mojo. I mean, it really—the <laughs> mojo does it. It's delicious. Mm, mm, mm. And these gentlemen—I'm—I'm I'm not alluding to them because they're going to be our guests in a little while. But we have the two silver foxes, I called them. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking around. Actually, there's three silver foxes in here um, because we have Tom Shute, Frank Tavera, and Ron Puglis that'll be we'll be chatting with in a few minutes. But you guys, what do you think? I need a microphone. We already ate everything. I have to say, this is Frank Tavera. I can by the see way. that. It was, the food is phenomenal. I mean, the paella was amazing. The, um, the plantain chips and the tostones. I'm not sure where they had the um, chicken or the fish, but it was amazing, tasty, not too spicy. I mean, the flavors are right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not, I ate the whole plate, cleaned it up. So. The food is delicious, people. And, you know, um, Addie was telling me when I first went in for lunch, and actually I got brought as a guest um, by one of our media reps who 
um, I said, let's be adventuresome and try something new. She was raving about, and she's from New Haven and has access to all kinds of different, you know, cultures and restaurants in that area. And um, she said, this is phenomenal. And Addie, you told me that. So if you haven't discovered this restaurant yet, shame on you because <laughs> because it's wonderful. But you're getting a lot of people coming in from the Middlebury, Woodbury, and Southbury area, you told me. Is yes. that correct? Yes. So and people from the also. suburbs have discovered you before people right under your nose, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great place, too, for lunch. You can have, that's what I went for lunch. And so you can have a nice, um, Light, um, yummy, tasty lunch, and very reasonably priced, I think. Yes. So, um, yeah, um, and you have specials, daily specials, eight ninety five. You have Tuesday through Sunday. You have for lunch, lunch special. So, and you get a choice of a few items, I would guess, right? Yeah, you get a choice of. You could have the pollo asado with white rice. And black beans, mm-hmm. the yellow motor rice. Uh, we also have the motor cristiano, which is the Cuban rice. Okay. That's the white rice with the black beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have on Thursdays only, you have a paella special. And that paella is delicious. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I mean, I, lo- I make paella, but I'm sure I don't give it the touch you do. <laughs> but I love it. And um, well, that Chef was, Leo, I call him the paella man. You're the paella <laughs> chef Leo, the paella man. <laughs> así es, así es. Ahí tenemos una paella eh, con todos los ingredientes que, que se hacen en España, adaptada a nuestro estilo eh, latino. The paella that we actually make has all the ingredients that are actually made in Spain. Oh, so. oh, really? So, meaning the rice, of course. You're yes. talking about the rice, and what else, though? The calamari. The calamari that we use is fresh calamari. Oh, from Spain. Well, este, well, basically, that's that's the ingredients that they use. El que llega a España viene de la Patagonia Argentina y es el mismo calamar. He's saying that the calamari that we use here comes from Argentina, and basically that's the same one that we use in here. All right, all right. So you're getting the real McCoy. That's, I think, you know, a lot of um, restaurants might say they're, you know, something, and maybe they're not quite, but you're like... I just want to say something. Uh, A lot of people um, would think that when you talk about Latin food has a lot of different artificial ingredients, and we don't. Okay. Everything that we actually prepare in our kitchen is fresh every day. We don't use any artificial, like um, like powderish mm-hmm. um, seasoning. It's, we just use garlic, onions, peppers, like everything. And, and the majority of our produce is organic. Oh, so you're truly then farm to table. That's really what you're talking about. It's fresh herbs and spices. It's not, you know, getting that 12, you know... Pound can Because a lot of people, you know, on stuff and when they talk about Latin food, right. they have a lot of can of mm-hmm. seasoning in mm-hmm. their cabinets. Mm-hmm. And, no, no you're else. using fresh herbs, the cilantro, the parsley, the garlic, the onions, all all those to infuse the real fresh, um, uh, wholesome, really, um, uh, f- flavors to your dishes. So mm-hmm. that's an important um, distinction to make. Well, we're um, actually, I can't believe that this segment has flown by because uh, I could talk to you about food forever. But I want our listeners to really understand and know to give this restaurant a try. This young
young woman, Moho. Moho we're talking about on, uh, let's see, um, 1812 East Main Street, right here in Waterbury. And for those of you who are, you know, know Waterbury, it's it's not far from where there was the old Helen's Bakery, uh, not uh, too far from the WARC building, uh, Waterbury Arc. So it's in the east end of town. In the east end of town, um, to give you just a, a little frame of reference, and it's a fabulous restaurant. And Addie, you are such a hardworking and special woman. I know that you have a great faith, and that um, you everything you've done. And by the way, she and her husband bought the building and totally refurbished it. Oh yes, it is a beautiful, beautiful building. And, um, and so what they did is they invested in Waterbury, and I think that's a key point to make. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, top, just that topic in a moment. But um, Addie, I wish you the very best. Thank I you. hope that you know people who are listening will come in and give your yes. restaurant a try. That's Moho Nuevo Latino Cuisine in Waterbury on East Main Street. And Addie and Chef Leo, thank you for being our guest today on your Palisher you Place. Doing. We're going to take a quick break, and then coming up, the Silver Fox. Boxes. Stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. AM WATR. Good morning. Time to check our weather here with our weather watcher. Sunny and milder weather for today with our temperatures reaching near to above normal for a change, Tom. In fact, highs today 60 to 65. Clear tonight, lows near 35 and sunny tomorrow, 60 to 65. More sunshine, warmer weather to wrap up the weekend on Sunday, 65 to 70. Mostly sunny, warm near 60 both Monday and Tuesday. This is WATR Media Meteorologist Bill Jackman. Thank you, buddy. We have 39 degrees, 931 WATR. This time and temperature is brought to you by the Savings Bank of Danbury. Get your mortgage done your way at Savings Bank of Danbury. Apply online at sbdanbury.com. Savings Bank of Danbury, equal housing lender. It's time to spring forward with the new and leave the winter behind. What better way to do that but to remodel your home or business? Hi, I'm Lucy Petro, the office and financial manager at Sullivan Brothers Remodeling. And when you call, I'm generally the first person you talk to. I schedule your free estimate and help throughout the project in any way I can. If it's on the inside or the outside of a home or business, we design it, we build it, we remodel it, we do everything but live in it. The enjoyment part we leave to you. No job is ever too small or too big. Whatever your home or business remodeling needs, Sullivan Brothers has been serving the community for nearly 30 years. You'll find our talented staff extremely pleasant to work with, if I should say so myself. Call 
over your free in-home estimate or visit our beautiful showroom located at number one Wilkett Road on the Waterbury Wilkett Town Line. 203-879-4555. Sullivan Brothers, your one-stop building and remodeling center. Today, a secure retirement is out of reach for more than 600,000 Connecticut residents. These hardworking men and women are employees at small businesses and don't have a retirement savings plan available to them through their employers. Most fear that whatever they've managed to save on their own is not enough for a secure retirement. That's why AARP is supporting the Connecticut Retirement Security Program, Bill 5591. This proposed legislation would create a private sector retirement savings program for small business employees in the state. These programs would give Connecticut residents who don't currently have a workplace savings plan a simple option to save for their future on their own terms. AARP believes that nutmeggers deserve to retire with confidence. Call your state legislators today at 1-844-220-5527 and tell them to support the Connecticut Retirement Security Program. That's one 844 Paid for by AARP. Hi, my name is Ray Work, and I want to be your state representative. On April 26th, there will be a special election in Waterbury's 75th District. That means voters in downtown Waterbury and the South End have the chance to do something very special, and that is to vote to fix Connecticut. I ask you to come out and vote for me so I can be your voice in Hartford, to let them know that Waterbury has had enough. The system is broken, and I want to be part of the solution. I'm Ray Work, candidate for the 75th District State Representative seat, and I approve this message, paid for by Work 2016. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And we're back with your palace, your place. And now we sort of switch gears, switched our set around. If you, if a radio station can have a set, I don't know. But anyway, now I promised you that um, I had in studio the Silver Foxes, and indeed I do. Um, with me are Frank Tavera, CEO of the Palace Theater. Good morning, Sherry. <laughs> Good morning. And I'm making brownie points here because he is my boss after all. Actually, they both are, really. And to my left, I have... Ron Pagliese, who is the current board chairperson for the Palace Theater Board of Directors. Welcome, Ron. Good morning, Sherry. I mean, you could call me anything you want as long as you feed me. I'll tell you, that food was just unbelievable. All right. I I don't lead you astray. People, if you're oh, listening, no, our partners are the best. <coughs> they are the best. And, Frank, you what do you, what do you, you wanted um, to say something about the food. Um, oh, I, have to, I was so impressed. I mean, first of all, it's 9.30 in the morning, and granted, and I just tweeted, um, paella, it's not just for breakfast anymore. It was phenomenal. <laughs> so um, <laughs> and, I mean, it was tasty. I mean, there was a little bit of heat to it, but... Nothing too overwhelming. I mean, the flavors are all there. When they when when they finally said that you know it's all made from natural ingredients, you could taste it. The yes. mojo sauce that they had, the um, chimichurri, which my wife makes, not as good. Uh, it was am- amazing. <laughs> exactly. No, my, it was amazing. My, so my friends know that I'm very picky in food. So if I had known that I was getting this kind of food, I may have you know said, "Well, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't be there. I have a, a last second appointment." Yeah. But it was fabulous. And Frank's right. There was a little tiny bit. Of a, a heat, I think you, you enough used to that make word. it interesting. But yeah, yes. <clears throat> typically, that bothers me, but not one bit. No, excellent. excellent. You, you must try it for lunch. You must or, or dinner or dinner. Yes, my wife would be proud of me. Well, I, I live with one of those too, so yes. 
So <laughs> he would have not have been adventurous as yeah. you, Ron. So I give you your uh, oh, your due. There. Thank you. Appreciate but it. We're not just here today to talk about um, food, but we are here to talk about something. This is an exciting time to be at the Palace Theater and to watch what's happening. Um, those of you who are in the greater Waterbury area, you have probably already heard um, that we've rolled out um, our upcoming Webster Broadway series for 1617. And boy, is it a powerhouse of a season. And really, f- Frank, to your credit, and, and Tom Shoot, the other Silver Fox, by the way, that's in studio, <laughs> will attest that I have mentioned this before, that you do an incredible job negotiating, really working it, trying to bring the best of the best um, Tom, Tom to Shute us. will attest, yes. <laughs> Thank wow. you, Deb. And you have done this year. Um, tell us the significance of what's just been announced no, this um, season. And, I, and first of all, I appreciate you brown-nosing, and that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> both, both you and Tom. <laughs> um, no, and, and I do appreciate that, and I think one of the things that's truly important for the theater is the growth um, of our business model and the growth of our base. And in order to kind of grow your audience base, you really need to attract the larger productions. And it really is a tail wagging the dog or a cart and a horse situation. Um, subscribers and patron base isn't going to come if the shows aren't there, if the titles aren't there that they want to see. Um, you know, Conversely, it's hard to get the shows if you don't have the subscribers or that base as well. So we're really looking at a strategic effort, a concerted effort to a- expand our Broadway series, looking at first run entertainment that's coming out of New York, the name brand titles that um, are going to be just distributed through the industry and getting them to play the palace within its either first or second year. And that's really what the plan has been for this year. We need to grow our subscription base. Currently, we're a three-show, four-show uh, market, which is fine. And many, um, you know, there are many venues across the country that can support that. But for us, if we want to take it to the next level, we need to be able to support a full week of engagement. So that means eight performances from Tuesday to Sunday. The only way we can do that is with a little bit of calculated risk. Bring in the good titles or the bigger titles that are fresh right out of Broadway, that haven't been overexposed. In hopes that they will attract a a dedicated um, and loyal subscription following that will help support it so that we can continue to do that year after year. That's our plan. And this next year, this are going into um, sixteen seventeen is a concerted effort with two big shows, um, Sound of Music as well as Kinky Boots, two full week engagements. And then kind of on the heels of the following year, looking at the Phantom of the Opera, big announcement for two weeks. Two weeks in, um, in downtown Waterbury is exciting. So it's a plan, it's about growth, and we're looking to kind of continue to raise the bar um, to deliver great product for the, uh, for the community. Now, you said it's a calculated <laughs> risk, and it certainly is. And um, to that point, Ron Pugliese as chairperson of our board and, by the way, CEO of the Naugatuck Economic Development Corporation, understands the importance of of why we need to kind of take this calculated risk. Can you speak to that a little bit, Ron, and how it's going to impact not only Waterbury? Absolutely. Let let me say this, that I am very proud of the progress we've made in the last, up up to last year, Everything was sort of based on, let's have a big 10th year anniversary, and and what a great year we had last year. Sure did. So after that's over, you say, okay, now what do we do? (laughs) And And to Frank's point, I think what we have done for this coming season into 2017, um, I think is extraordinary. And Phantom of the Opera, 
arguably, depends on who you're speaking with, uh, one of the greatest shows ever on Broadway. 25 years on Broadway, uh, it's, it's got to be doing yeah. something, <laughs> right? Exactly. So to your question, uh, certainly my main focus in life is, well, beside my children and my yeah. family and my grandchildren, is, is economic development. And when I talk about economic development, I'm not just talking about economic development in Naugatuck or in the Valley. Waterbury is where I grew up, and it means an awful lot to me. And everything that we do at the Palace, everything that was promised about the palace back when it was first uh, the, being considered to be renovated um, is all about economic development. And I think we could speak very clearly as to what the palace has brought, not only to the East Main Street area, but obviously to the entire city and the entire region. Because it's not just Waterbury, it's not just East Main Street. Absolutely, that's a good point. And I'm going to invite the listeners this morning, something we don't normally do, but because we have these two gentlemen in studio, I thought it would be a great opportunity for listeners, if you have a question, want to know um, something about the palace or the, its operations, you invited to call us this morning at 203-757-1320. And while we're waiting for callers, um, another question, um, question. So, as Ron said, okay, now what do we do? So, what's your vision for the next five-year period, Frank? For the theater itself, again, looking at um, our, the expansion of our, our prog programming efforts, and again, and putting a lot of energy and effort into um, Broadway, because that is one of the few subscription bases, that's one of the few kind of loyal patronage um, programs that still exist where people like to buy the package, they are very committed and they enjoy seeing the new programs that are coming out. So I think um, really committing to expansion in the theatrical world on the Broadway side is critical. By increasing that, what that ends up doing is um, having more of a positive impact um, on the downtown. That's very important, as Ron said, that's always been part of the mission. When you look at a full week engagement of show over 10,000 people will walk through the doors. Those 10,000 people through that week of engagement will likely end up at restaurants like Moho and Diorio's and La Tavola and any other phenomenal restaurant that is um, in our community. That kind of impact breeds more economic impact as well. You create critical mass, you create demand, and all of a sudden you see, may see more restaurants popping up, you may see the coffee shop pop up, and I think that's going to be helping the footprint of, um, of downtown. So part of it is programmatic and is very selfish because we want to see the palace succeed. Of course, we would love to see more um, footprint um, on, on feet on the street to see the economic and the downtown um, community expand as well, but I also see our programming efforts expanding beyond just a the theater. We do some phenomenal offshoot programming such as Trivia, which we had last night. We um, absolutely do. 150 people sold out. Sold out um, Trivia program. People want to come to the theater. They love the venue. And now they're engaging in a completely different way. Will they become patrons of the theater? Perhaps they will when we have program that they that they want to see. But for them to participate in downtown Waterbury on a Thursday night at the Palace Theater, 150 people, that's part of our plan too. So expansion of programming such as that, expansion of our jazz series, perhaps even expansion of our footprint. If there's more space that we need for a programmatic um, efforts, I think we'd investigate that as well. 757-1320 if you have a um, question you'd like to ask. We have a caller, Tom? Yes, we do. All right. Good morning, caller. What's your question? Hi, my name is Mary. Hi, Mary. Uh, hi. I would like to know if you have any kind of deals for children, uh, for tickets, because I have two grandchildren that I'm raising, and they're 12 and 9 years old. They're very, very involved with the Bravo Waterbury program. I'm not sure if you know about that. Yeah, of course. Yes, we, we partner with Pal. Yep. Yes, yep. we do. Okay. And uh, they absolutely love the theater shows, but 
when I see the tickets are $45, I'm sorry, but I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you have any kind of program for children? We do, actually. Yeah, 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 actually, there are a few programs, um, and there are a variety of different price points that exist within the building as well. So there's a real affordable seats. Unfortunately, you know, there's our, I would say they're in the um, further part of the theater, but at least it gets you in the building and gives you an opportunity to see that at a, as a re, at a reasonable price as well. There are some discount efforts, so when you're calling our box office at, not to be um, pushy, 203-346-2000, when you call the box office, just mention the fact that there's a senior and a student discount so they can actually reduce some of the pricing for you and it all does vary by show and by production so I couldn't t- say it's an exactly you know an X amount of dollars which will come off but there are different price points that exist and in a situation of need we also get funding to help underwrite some ticket costs as well so call the when you call the box office ask about that and they can give you a little bit more detail and just okay. um, um, kind of dovetail to that uh, we are a nonprofit organization and part of our uh, a key part of our mission is to provide access to to the theater to get in not only children but people who wouldn't ordinarily um, for many reasons be able to easily come to the theater and we do that in a variety of ways everything from after school education programs that work in tandem with some of the shows to tours um, we right now we're running a yoga program at the <laughs> at the theater but to your point Mary I we we hear you we understand um, that there are people who wish to come and we we do our best to make those um, to make tickets available for some of the presentations at a price that's more affordable and you know do be your own advocate and be sure to ask about that when you're calling about a particular show um, is I appreciate another? it. Thank I'm, you, Mary, I'm, for calling. I'm very curious about Phantom of the Opera, but because I know they would absolutely love that. I've seen it in New York and. Okay. Well, and many we'll, years ago, and, many and, and, many years ago, and Mary, although, and, and, although, and it is a, a phenomenal production. And um, prior, although we have yet to kind of announce the t- schedule, etc., but I know from it's here for two weeks. There are student-based performances um, and as um, and student pricing as well, because they really do try to encourage complete engagement um, from the educational side. So um, look out for that information because you'll find that with that show particularly, they'll be able to deliver on that. And I just okay, like I to say, it. you're welcome, Mary. You that you you really stimulate some good conversation because if any of you saw um, uh, the news yesterday and um, this morning uh, uh, Hamilton, that phenomenal musical on Broadway, is is making um, a real effort to get young people in to see that show and it's being underwritten. The ability for them to do that by, a, I'm sh- I, I don't want to say the wrong foundation, but a big foundation has underwritten thousands of uh, tickets so uh, high school students can get in to see that particular show and I'm bringing that up because if there's anybody listening that says, you know, I care about this. I don't want young you know, kids not to be able to get and see a theater, and you'd like to really explore how you could help that process, then I encourage you to call and ask to speak to Frank Tavera or Natalie Lawler, our development officer, because those are the kinds of ways that we're able to offer that kind of pricing. Ron, I know you wanted to say something in regard to that. You looked like you were going to comment. Or maybe not. <laughs> no, 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 I, wa- I wa- Do we have another caller? We do. All right, well, I, one of the things I wanted to mention while, while Frank was speaking, I totally understand everything Frank has said and and, uh, absolutely agree with everything about what we're trying to do for the future. But one of the things, and I think we have just an absolutely terrific board, 
one of the things we try to do every other board meeting is spend most of our time on strategic planning yes. where we're going why we're going that direction and how we're going to get there so we 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 spend a lot of time discussing what the future looks like and how we could best fit that future okay tom we have another caller good morning caller you're on the air Good morning. Uh, first of all, uh, the palace is absolutely gorgeous. Um, a gem in the city. Thank you for all your efforts. Thank you. Really, Thank really you. a Very fantastic much. place. Um, but recently, uh, I had the opportunity to take a small tour of the of the entire palace, uh, including the you know the workings of it. And, uh, gentlemen, uh, I had no idea that you could actually rent. Uh, space there, uh, have a party there. Uh, I didn't know. I had no idea there was a uh, a room where you could, you know, bring a band in. And and I, um, he said that you could actually rent any space anywhere in there for a, a party or a get together. And I thought maybe um, you might want to talk about that. Thank you very uh, much. We would love to talk about yeah. that. Well, okay. Thank you. I'm take get, I'll, I'll listen to your response. Thank you. Thank you. No, um, and, and, what, and what a great comment. I appreciate that. I'm glad you came to see the tour. We have really kind of seen success um, with people walking through the building, not just for a show, but to see the um, the, the building itself. Um, and you're absolutely right. The, the Palace Theater is based on, it goes back to our original comment, It's um, it was a community um, community development project. It is a center for the community. We um, take that very, very seriously. And any space which is within the building, as long as there's not a major production taking place on stage, can be utilized for private parties. We've had birthday parties. We've had proms weddings we've done on stage off sweet stage 16 tom your daughter had her sweet 16 i, to, I didn't want to interrupt frank but we had uh, her sweet 16 party uh, not only was she you know bowled over but her friends her high school friends coming into this beautiful theater mm-hmm. this gorgeous lobby and enjoying the the, the whole ambiance of it and then we they did tours backstage tours at the same time they still talk about that yeah. party yeah. they're 25 yeah. now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love the comment about uh, when he first came on and said how beautiful the theater is I've been on the board for, I don't know, maybe eight years, been chairman for three or four years, been a subscriber since the day it reopened with uh, our good friend Frank's uh, classmate, Tony Bennett. (laughs) (laughs) The other silver fox. (laughs) Every single time. Every time I walk in the theater, it's it's awe-inspiring. So I really appreciated that last caller's yeah. comment about yeah. how beautiful the theater is. Not to mention all that we try to do, all the economic development, all that, but just the mere beauty of, beauty of it is just incredible. And, and I think the, the beauty of the venue itself, going back to the caller's comment, is really what sells the building for its special reception spaces as well. You can go to any other venue within the community or in, in, general, in the general area, but when you walk in to see the palace and you see the architecture of it, and all of a you find out you're having a 16, a sweet 16 birthday party, or you're putting on a little band, or um, and you want to do a little presentation um, in those spaces, it lends itself to just being that much more unique. And I think people are really looking for that unique experience um, in a setting that they can kind of really connect with and kind of feel the energy and the ambiance of it. So it's one of those things that if anybody is interested, um, um, Sherry, as you commented, you know, calling in, if anyone's interested in utilizing the space, has a um, comment about a wedding or different venues that are available, they can give us a call. Um, you know, our, our general number is um, 203-346-2010. Um, and there, we have staff who can deal with this, but we'd be happy to, you know, work on special events, private parties. Um, it really is a nice way to engage the community, utilize the space, um, and 
and everyone gets to benefit from it at that point. Absolutely. And that includes other organizations that we've hosted many other organizations, special events. Um, oh, 757-1320. If you have a call or a question, you'd like to call in 203-757-1320. And as we're talking about the Palisader right here in Waterbury, Connecticut, and with us is CEO Frank Tavera and Chairman of the Board, Ron Pagliese. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, some other ideas. Frank, you're a, you're an idea man. <laughs> and, Been called worse. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you're no, and and I think you know what I would call you. I I would call you a visionary. You you keep it sometimes close to the vest until you know all the things line up and you know ready to kind of announce mm-hmm. something. But in your heart of hearts. Where, what are what's a piece that's missing that you'd like to see happen? I, I think there's two um, two um, two pieces that I look at, and actually having being actively engaged again, kind of beating the economic development theme in um, being working with the city and working on really kind of improving our neighborhood. Um, you know, working b- better partnership with UConn and the buildings next door to us to really make it a center, like the arts um, and education center that they wanted it to be, so that it's comfortable and people um, you know enjoy coming downtown. And there are services for them to experience. I think working with the city on kind of expanding that that's um. um very, very important to me. But I also think from the palace specifically, in addition to the programming, yeah, I do, whether it's um um, uh, I don't know, good imagination, um, um, a visionary. I would love to see the um, the palace expand some of its footprint. I've talked about this, and Ron, um, as board chair, has heard me say it, and whether it comes to fruition or not, uh, you know, we still have um, lots of conversation to have about that, but I would love to see the fact that we're expanding our programs from, we have a jazz series on a Friday evening. We have the trivia. We mentioned the yoga. Um, the building itself, although it's, you know, vacuous and is very large, great for large presentations, but when we want to engage at a smaller level in a community, whether it's a comedy club, a cabaret, a dance party, et cetera. We don't really have great space for that just because it takes the, the big building offline. So having ancillary space to be able to do that, to be able to create more activity, present more art, um, present more entertainment in that corridor, that would be you know part of my vision. I'd love to see that within the next few years and whether it becomes part of the whole downtown development plan that the mayor's actively working on. Love to be an active member of that because I think we, the palace, have delivered on what we said. Ron, you said that earlier. We've delivered on the promise of what the palace was supposed to bring. What is it going to be next? And I'd love to see us expand our footprint and even creatively and programmatically. So that's that's my crazy idea. <laughs> so And, and so the board, the board kind of uh, buys into that also. Uh, Frank said that I've heard his, his vision. Well, the board shares that vision. And I said how good the board is. We were very, very good board but we also have a very very good staff so we say you know we sort of set the direction and the staff implements it and you know i think it's the 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 way we have it set up is working very well and and i think we're at a time period in the in the city's history where we have great leadership that wants to see these things happen as well uh i know there's conversations kind of taking place and you know people setting kind of the foundation um so that everybody shared vision can move forward. And I see that we have another uh, caller, so let's let's welcome that caller. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Well, good morning. I love your show. It's absolutely wonderful. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I just, and I love your theater. <laughs> Even <laughs> <Thank> more. <you. laughs> uh, what my question is, um, the other day I was going by the police station and the uh, former City Hall restaurant, 
And I know it's just said Coming Soon Palace Restaurant. Is that any connection to the Palace Theater? That's uh, a very good question. I just noticed that myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and I would say, no, it's no connection, but I think we take this as a, as a compliment that people want to kind of capture um, yes. the energy and our success. Um, so we have not, you know, there's no formal relationship there, but I think it really is exciting to know that people know that the, um, the activity we're bringing downtown, um, they can benefit from. And we look forward to them reopening because it was an incredibly convenient location for people mm. to walk to the theater, um, go to the Palace um, Bar and Grill first, come to the Palace Theater, and then go home, go back to the Palace Bar and Grill. Be a perfect combination. We're excited about that. And if that person who's opening their restaurant is listening, we would love to talk to you about our Entrees and Encores program because you'd be a perfect partner. Perfect we need to match. take. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you very much for the information. I do appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. For and we have to take a quick break before we come back and wrap up, so stay tuned. The all-new international hit show, Let It Be, featuring the Beatles reunion concert you never got to see. Performing classic hits and songs you never heard live. The New York Times calls Let It Be by far the best Beatles show yet. Coming to Waterbury's Palace Theater April 15th and 16th. For tickets, go to palacetheaterct.org. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back. I'm getting the high side. (laughs) I thought Tom was just like pointing me out. I don't know. (laughs) But we're back. And you've been listening to Your Palace, Your Place, the show that talks about the palace, theater, arts and culture in Waterbury, in the region and the state. And we've just about run out of time. Oh, we have two minutes. Okay, I'm getting that high sign. (laughs) So first of all, I want to just say thank you to you gentlemen um, for being a part of today's program. I know that, of course, your passion, Frank, is the palace. And Ron, your part of your passion is the palace. You, you, yes. you know, you care. And and you've alluded, not alluded, you've said it right out. We have a phenomenal board of directors um, who really do share the vision and the passion and understand the importance of the palace being successful, which we are, and we want to continue to be and grow and help others kind of reinvigorate the city. There's a lot of people doing wonderful work and it's all it all works together. I mean, if we're successful, you know, the um, the other cultural institutions are successful. We all we do work together. I know the Mattituck Museum. We you just met with Bob Burns last night, yep. and we we really uh, so many. And we had Cinderella from, from Brass City Ballet in the venue last week. Beautiful 30th anniversary production. Uh, just you know, we're all in this together. We all want Waterbury to be successful. You now you're giving me the wrap up, the right? Wrap up. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up in a box. <laughs> That's not wrap up, Tom. <laughs> I'm shocked. going to wrap it up into a neat little bow. I want to thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks to your palace, your place, and remember, do something you love with someone you love this weekend. Stay tuned for the local news and Larry Rifkin's talk of the town coming up next. Bye bye. Abilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your race.